Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We're so excited to be with you this week. We've been hearing such incredible feedback about last week's show, why you should go ahead and quit a few things though. (laughs) And so we're back, ready, me and Tiffany to talk to you this week about why the gray is okay though. Tiffany, how do you feel about gray? Here's the thing, Ash. I like things in a row. I like things (laughs) black or white. I need it in an Excel spreadsheet. I need things to make sense. This is just how I live my life. It's how I live my life. Mm. So this idea of getting good at gray, this is basically, I would rather get a pap smear than talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> because this is, this is so far outside of oh my, my uh, way of living. <laughs> I mean, truly, it would seem less painful and less, um, less invasive. Than talking about why living in the gray and dealing with the gray is okay. I mean, really. I mean, I literally have tears in my eyes. I just, I didn't see that coming. (laughs) I mean, that's, I would, yeah, it would, it just seems more comfortable, really. Mm, mm. Oh, anyway, I am, I'm a, I'm a type three. Ooh, on on the Enneagram. Enneagram. Amazing. Achiever. Yes. And I just like things organized and. I'd like to take this past weekend as an example. And I just have to say, if you don't have kids yet, this story, you go ahead and tug this in your back pocket. You save it for a rainy day, okay? The gray. The gray. Getting good at the gray. You could call it chaos. You could call it lack of certainty. Whatever you want to fill in the blank, right? Mm -hmm. Get good at the gray. Mm Because the gray is out. Okay. I was, my husband and I were getting ready to go out to a nonprofit auction annual fundraiser. And the babysitter was headed over, and I went into my closet. I'm looking around for what I'm going to wear, and I see half of my clothes pulled off of their hangers on Uh-oh. the floor. Uh-oh. And I got to say, for y'all don't know me, and y'all haven't been in my home yet or ever, maybe, who knows. But I like things pretty orderly. I like things pretty clean. I like them in their place. And my closet, Ashley, I tell no lies, is always clean. It's just <laughs> not a place that's ever messy, ever, ever. There's never a mess. There's never anything. And I mean, why would you? You don't spend that much time in there. Why would it be messy? It's not overflowing. Everything has a place. If I don't have room for the shoes, I'll get rid of a pair of old shoes to make room for the new ones. Like, wow. I'm, I just keep it nice Next and orderly. Next level. It's orderly. I'm, I, I'm telling the truth here. So when girlfriend walks into her closet and all of her sweaters are on the floor strewn about, I have problems with that. So I look over at my son. And I say, son, why are my sweaters on the floor? And he says, I don't know. I said, I'm going to give you one more time. One more chance. One more chance. To not lie to me. To not lie to me. Because this is, (laughs) oh, Jesus, fix it. Come back early, Lord, please. (laughs) To save his life. Oh, to save his life. Because I'm I'm either doing hard time or or I'm going to go be with the Holy of Holies. Um, Spend time in the Holy of Holies. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I give him one one more opportunity to tell me the truth. And I said, why are my sweaters off the hangers? He said, I don't know. So I pull out the melatonin gummies that are hiding behind my heels on the very tippy top of my closet. And I said, were you trying to reach these? 
He said, absolutely, I was, yes. <laughs> and I was like, Third child. Third time's charm. The, right? <laughs> so I was like, dude, you got to stay out of my stuff, man. And then I, I was like, I'm going to let this go. I'm going to show you grace because that's what Jesus told me to do. Uh-huh. And then I get a text from the babysitter while we are out at this event eating pork chops. And I just, I just felt like you needed to know when you go to those banquets, you can't, I mean, when you're eating, and I feel so bad for saying this because I go to a lot of nonprofit events, and mm-hmm. I, I, I personally am the executive director of a nonprofit, mm-hmm. so I want to throw myself under the bus here too. But I can only eat so much mass-produced food in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it, Ashley. It's I'm bad. not built for it. I'm not. It's built like for being it. on a cruise ship. It's just it's, nobody. Wants I will to deal never. With that. I will never. <laughs> never. I hope I don't ever have to eat my words, but I can't do a cruise ship for that very reason. I mean, it's, I, it I completely me understand. It's very oh. scary. Thank you for understanding this. So I get a text from the babysitter as I'm cutting into my pork chop, and she says, hey, don't be mad. Um, and by the way, if the babysitter ever texts you that, and that's the opener, you I are mean, you just, definitely about to be mad. I'm going to be mad. Yeah. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> and she says, uh, Jericho, uh, he said he had to go grab something upstairs while we were cleaning up to get ready to go to bed, and he got into your makeup, and he, um, he had his way with stuff. And I was just like, oh, man, what does this mean? So he, I get home. And I, he had ruined a, a few lipsticks, and I was like, okay, okay, well, you know what? He's not getting a birthday. But I'm thinking he still has Christmas. He still has Christmas. And then I open this brand-new Smashbox oh, no. eyeshadow palette that I got oh, for my birthday no. from a girlfriend who is a makeup artist. Oh, no. And it's the most perfect palette, especially for dark skin. And it was destroyed. And I was like, he is never oh. going to see the sun again. Yeah. He's never going to. Forget birthday, forget Christmas. Forget it. And his his birthday and Christmas are in December, so it's just going to be a dry month for him. But I, it's like a dry desert. They will see no goodness in the land of the living. But this idea of getting good at the gray, I can't, that moment of gray, and the gray can be so many things, but for me in that moment, Ashley, gray was, I can't go out and and be, be a contributing citizen of society and, and eat cruise ship giving food. my giving my money to this nonprofit <laughs> and celebrating what they're doing, feeling like things aren't gonna go berserk at home. Yeah, and it was just a li- it was just a little thing. It's not even a big deal. I get that. I get that. It's not a big deal that I lost a sixty five dollar makeup. I get that, people. It's a big deal. I mean. But in that, it is a big deal. But in that moment, it was just this reminder. I don't. I can't. This is hard. This gray mm-hmm. of trying to. Trying to live a life that makes sense and just get to bedtime. This is hard. This living in between where things are going well and things aren't going well. This is just all too much. And so that little moment I thought, oh, this isn't the formula I picked my life to look like. This right. isn't what I planned for today. This is not the black and white day I planned. No, this is messy and gray. And I am not a fan. Yes. <laughs> well, I relate to you on some of those levels. I also often tell people that if they are control freaks or struggle with letting go of control that they should just have children because that is just that's the way to do it because if you don't like having uncontrollable variables in your life children will certainly give you plenty of things to not be able to control (laughs) and really I think that's what this podcast is about today is that Mm. this episode is about that where it's like there's so many things in our life that we cannot control and sometimes we create all these walls and barriers these black and white rules that set us up to have this false sense of security or a false sense of safety or a false sense of control so that we can manage our life as though we have everything in order as though everything is taken care of but it's just not how real life plays out that was the best 
thesis statement I have ever heard. That was beautiful. Well said. Because the truth is we do well, have assumptions. My kids are running down the hall literally right now with their stuff. So I'm, I'm having to practice what I'm currently sharing in my struggle. You know what? Get it, girl. Get it, girl. We really do have assumptions of what life should look like. And yes. we assume we should feel and think a certain way. But here's the thing, just as you said, we can't control the people that live in our home and that live in our world and that right. are that are in our workplace. Therefore, life will always be a little gray because we can't control people. Yeah. And here's where people, if you're more black and white type A like myself, if you don't feel things are going or bending the way you planned, you feel like a failure. You don't think, yeah. oh, this is just how life is. You think, oh, man, I suck at life. And really, this gray... Uh, space is a tension to be managed, not to be solved. Yes. That's it. You said it so well. And I think that I come from a background where I needed to create safety in my life, where I needed to have a level of control. Um, And because of that, I loved living like in that space where it's like, okay, well, this is this and this is, and that is that, and that makes me feel good. And that makes me feel in control. And that makes me feel safe. And a prime example of this was my dating life. (laughs) I don't Mm. know if anybody else out there has experienced this, but prior to marrying my husband, whenever I would date somebody, it would be a very short period of time before I would want to, you know, do a little DTR, like let's define the relationship because I needed to know, are we in this? Are we out of this? Are you going to be around? Are you going to go away? Like, what is the deal here? Because in order for me to move forward, I always had to have answers and I always had to know what I was getting into. It was very difficult for me to just let things ride, um, especially in the area of relationships um, and especially in the area of dating. And so when I met my husband, I remember thinking that that was one of the most beautiful examples of God helping me walk in the gray. Because at the beginning of our relationship, I normally would have figured out a way to sort of grab the reins and get control. And, and I say that not as a person who believes like, oh, the men should always be leading us. You know, I think that's, that's an awesome perspective. But I also think that we have a level of leadership as a female in the relationship as well. And yeah. it should not be hindered or overlooked. Like when you're dating somebody, you don't turn over your life to a person that you're dating. No, <laughs> so, yeah. You know, you just don't do that. But that being said, um, at the beginning of our relationship, I normally would have wanted to find a way to figure out what he was thinking, what he was going to do, what's his next move, what's, what's happening with him so that I would feel safe. And I remember God really challenging me not to ask him anything, not to, not to try to define the relationship, not to ask him where we were going, not to ask him how we were going to get there or what his intentions were, but just to let him step by step, show me what his intentions were and just let things be a little gray. And what I learned through that process, because he was a safe, healthy person and I was a safe, healthy person. um, And we were both on the journey of wholeness. What I learned through that process is that it takes the pressure off when you're not constantly trying to put things in a in a line or in a rule or in a box like you take pressure off yourself and you take pressure off the other person and then a more organic experience can happen between two people who are engaging in a relationship um and so that's one of my favorite like used to be black and white made it through the gray stories (laughs) oh that is powerful that is so powerful. And you can really apply that to any relationship. If we want it to look mm. like X, are you going to be there for me? Is this what's going to look like? The expectations, the parameters that we constantly want. Because yes. we all want security. And yes, when we say the gray is okay, we're saying certainty isn't the goal here. 
Come certainty on. and security, you're not promised that in this life. That's right. And where there's certainty, I mean, the truth is we've never arrived. My pastor likes to say we're all learning here. In fact, he plastered it across the brick right when in the entrance of our church, and I love Come that. On. Just this idea that, that if, if you are certain, if there is a level of certainty, then where do you need God in that? Where is there That's a it. desperation or a connection with the Lord where there is a de- an inner dependence on him? You don't need that. And I think the same could be said about this. When you accept the gray, I mean, what is gray? It's a little bit of light and a little bit of dark. It's accepting yeah. that there is victory. There is triumph. There is good things. But there's also dark things and there's also hard yes. parts. And we're not going to ignore those for the sake of feeling like things are okay when in actuality life is filled with both ups and downs. Life is filled with both light and dark. And that makes up gray space that I think more of our years and more of our seasons are spent in the gray yeah. than they are at the mountaintop or the valley or they are at the light or the dark. Yes. I think it really is, um, you know, things can be going great professionally and you can feel like things are falling apart in your Mm -hmm. relationships and vice versa so i think that there's always um i think it just makes room for personal growth and we can't be stale if there's gray we've got to be seeing okay what's my role here in the gray what's my role what can you do what can you control in the gray right ashley like there's so much we can't control and there's so much that is like you said about that relationship what a beautiful example like there isn't a bunch you can control but what can you do you can enjoy your time. You cannot try to define this because the minute that we try to define things that are truly out of our control, then we instantly start to feel shame because we can't meet those. We can't right. meet those expectations. And so being able to accept um, this gray and, and managing the tension that comes with that, I think is, I think it makes us stronger. Yeah. I think it gives room for growth. And I think it's, um, I think it's an accurate picture of reality. Yes, I think you just hit the nail on the head, the accurate picture of reality. And we want to be living in that all the time instead of constantly failing at our, at our fantasy or constantly trying to live up to something that's already happened in our life. Like, But actually getting accurate and rooted and grounded in reality helps us live in the gray. Um, and I love, love what you just said. Uh, there's an awesome book out there um, called The Sin of Certainty by Peter Enns, and he actually was an academic professor in the seminary world, um, and he ended up leaving that particular workspace because of the certainty. But he talks through the whole book about how it's actually a sin to be so certain that God, that wow. sometimes we put God in these lines and in these boxes and we decide who he is and um, and what he's going to do and what he's all about. And then we make our things the right things and everybody else in the wrong things. And then we create this little world for ourselves. Again, it's false security. It's false safety. It's false sense mm-hmm. of control. And really that boils down to like, it's a sin. You know, it's very prideful to live in this black and white world. And we actually shut ourselves off from relationships. So like, what can you do in the gray? I think that's one thing is to focus on your relationships, to focus on your friendships, to focus on the people who are in your world. Um, And because if you're able to do that, you'll realize, well, I'm not perfect. So I can't hold anybody else to a perfect standard. And they're going to disappoint me just like I am going to disappoint them at some point. Um, And then thinking about the gray too, sometimes, you know, you might be listening to this folding your laundry and maybe your gray right now is you're just kind of bored with life. You know, you're folding laundry, you get up, you go to work every day, or maybe you take care of your kids every day. And that gray space of boredom is driving you crazy. And you've been conditioned to think that 
you know, the, the extremes of life, like Tiffany talked about earlier, are the thing that you're always working toward when actually in reality, you know, this gray space, this day in, day out, the ordinary things of life are actually the big things of life. <laughs> you know, yes. they are the things that make us who we are. They are the yeah. things that enrich our relationships and make us capable of having joy in the season that we're in and capable of having hope in the season that we're in and capable of relating to others in the struggle or in the boredom so that we can empower others to also have joy and hope in the season that we're in. Because this whole thing is about people anyway. <laughs> like it's yes. not about the thing. You know, we're here to impact people. We're here to love one another. We're here to serve one another. Like that's why we're here, not to, to make some big name for ourselves or do all these things or, you know, set all these incredible goals. Although that's awesome. And Tiffany and I do those things too. So we're not knocking it, but not at, at the all. same time, like people is the thing. And we miss yes. that when we're so black and white about everything. Yes. And there, we, you know, for many of us, we do not budget the emotional labor necessary for the hard parts of life, you know, when so true. When, I mean, I have a seven-year-old, so I'm just, I mean, oh, oh, let me tell you how that story ended, by the way, of him getting into all my stuff. Yes. We installed a keypad because that was our an master bedroom. Labor. It was. Jesus, help me. We, we installed a keypad on our master bedroom door the next morning because I'm like, I can't look like this. I can, what can I, how can I, how can I give him some boundaries? This is gray. <laughs> he is a child. This, there's going to be crazy things. And the Lord always reminds me of the times I was crazy as a kid in those moments. But yeah. just before I you know, do 10 to, 10 to 20 in prison. Um, he, <laughs> he reminds me that, you know what? You were a child. <laughs> you did these things. Yes. Um, but, but so, so just a little recap to get good at the gray first, we can understand we're all learning. We are yeah. not, we haven't arrived. Certainty um, feels like safety. And in fact, certainty doesn't make room for wonder and it doesn't make room for relationship and it doesn't make room for vulnerability and it doesn't make room for growing so we're not we haven't arrived relationships are the goal here how do we get through the gray how do we manage the gray how do we dare i say enjoy the gray relationships it's really connecting with the beautiful souls around us and i think also to get good at the gray we have to remember it's not always going to be like this it came to pass and didn't come to stay. Life will not always look like it looks at this moment. Are you working two jobs and you just want a break? I'm telling you right now, life isn't always going to look like this. The come factors, on, yes. your circumstance isn't always going to be exactly the same as it is right now. Things break, things grow, things move. Um, it just won't always be the same if you're, you know, if you're going back to school right now, or if you're, just as Ashley said, if you're, you know, you're at home and you're just like, I don't know, man, this isn't, this isn't where I thought I would be. And there's yeah. some disappointment in that because this is gray and you thought things would look a l- be 4D vision and it would be perfectly technicolor and it's just a sea of gray. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It isn't always going to be. What you feel right now, you're probably not going to feel that in five years, 10 years, 20 years. You're probably not going to feel that in five days yes. when, you, when you seek the Lord and when you're, when you're connecting with your people and your tribe and you're remembering that... As much as we would like for things to be perfect, we're imperfect people. We can't, yes. ex- we, you know, we, we spend our whole lives expecting people to be perfect around us. We expect Come our kids on. to be perfect, our friends to be perfect, our significant other to be perfect, our coworkers, our boss, our employees. We expect perfection. 
and 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 then they fail us and it's such a surprise and it's like oh my goodness we have to give each other room to be human because they're in the gray too yes so as we embrace our gray as we uh embrace the mess we can trust that god is in it we are precious in his sight he has not forgotten us he is present in the gray come on Yes, and the only thing I want to add is just that formulaic living is not the best kind of living. You know, to take each day as it comes, to receive what God has for you in the day, to receive what others have for you in the day, to take the struggles with the joys, to take the heartbreaks with the wonder. Like, it all comes Mm. together. Like, the gray is a really good thing, and there's no perfect formula for, you know, living life out. Sometimes two plus two does not equal four. Sometimes we do everything the right way, and it does not yield the result we hoped it would. And that's where faith comes in, and that's where our relationships hold us steady. Um, And Tiffany, you're one of those people in my life, and I'm so thankful for you. You are a pillar of goodness and grace, woman. You exemplify this really to a T of just the gray is beautiful and there is goodness in it. In fact, if you haven't checked out Ashley's blog, I feel like this is kind of a a undercurrent of a lot of what you write about Mm. is accepting the season and being okay with what God has for you and working through it and leaning into the dark because the Lord might just have something really sweet that's inaccessible by victory. Yeah. And I just wanted to add one last thing. As you said, um, uh, you know, it might not be what you thought it would be right now. And I think that so many of us have this picture in our life and we assumed just as you said two plus two equals four a plus b equals c and when that doesn't work out we're like oh man and even worse when there's someone to the left or the right of us and it did work out come on they did very similar things (laughs) very similar track and we see it work out for them yes we think what is wrong with me come on what is wrong with me why isn't life working out for me why isn't the world bending to meet my every need and want and desire and you know what Life isn't the same for each and every person. Our walk and our journey is going to be different. And the gray truly is okay. Yes. We've loved having you join in. And we love getting all of your feedback, your reviews, and your comments, and your private messages. This is a conversation, not just with Ashley and I, but with you, our listeners. So we are here for you. It is a joy um, to have you to tune in each week. We do not take it for granted yeah we're here we're yes, here for we you are. bless you we will see you next week hey listeners remember to subscribe and comment it helps others to find the show to learn more about tiffany's writing speaking or books visit tiffanybloom.com to learn more about ashley's writing speaking or books visit ashabercrombie.org see you next week